Discover. Transform. Manifest. Welcome to Empowered Whole Being Radio, a safe and sacred place to discover and explore our unity. Hello, fellow empowerment seekers, and welcome to Empowered Whole Being Radio. I'm excited to share this time with you again. It's been, uh, I don't know, maybe more than two weeks since I uh, was on the air. Lots been happening, and um, I sometimes these days am waiting to do a show until some clarity on uh, on my journey comes through, so that I can share it as I as I am in process. So, um, as we always do, we're going to start the show with first a guided meditation of uh, what I call divine heart coherence. It's a process of aligning the heart energy and the belly brain pineal with the frequencies that in our human language we refer to as joy, love, compassion, unity, all those words. It's a kind of a combination of all of those things. And um, anybody who's listening who's somewhat familiar or could possibly be familiar with my focus of, of exploration. It's a fusion of quantum science and spirituality. So to give a little background, the heart is the primary transmitter of electromagnetic frequencies. And the belly brain, which is the enteric nervous system, is the primary receiver of electromagnetic frequencies. And um, the belly brain is also the tuner for the pineal. So if the belly brain is bringing in energy from what I call the blocking matrix, the core fear, anger, unworthiness, um, blame, shame, judgment, all of those kinds of words that we use to describe those feelings, then it's going to signal or attune the brain antenna to feed frequencies into the pineal or direct frequencies in the pineal <clears throat> from our blocking program, what I call the blocking program, which is, um, you can think of it as the computer and then the cloud. It's stored in the fourth dimension body, the auric field, which sort of holds the story, the program for our physical experience. And when we first wake up, um, we begin to realize that our story is not our identity. But up until that point, we um, all, as human, human consciousness, embrace that the story defines who we are. And then as we wake up, we realize that we're um, absolutely more than that. And um, <clears throat> the quantum science backs that up 100%. So then um, if the belly brain is attuned and to receive from the bandwidth of energy that's joy, love, unity, compassion, what I call the divine frequencies, um, then it, it attuned an antenna through uh, to direct frequency data from our greater self, from the quantum consciousness source, whatever you want to call it. So that gives us that insight, that clarity, <clears throat> as opposed to when it's attuned to the fear blocking beliefs and frequencies, which then evoke images and recall feelings of, um, which then trigger feelings of uh, unworthiness and all of that. So the divine heart coherence 
uh, technique is a, pro a very simple process that will empower anyone who decides to use it to shift their frequency at will from the fear bandwidth to the joy bandwidth. And um, the only thing that's necessary to do that is to use um, a visual aid and activator. And it's something from nature. And it's because this is very important because nature is neutral. When we're out in nature and we experience personally something very awe-inspiring, there's so much beauty around us in nature, and um, it could be anything, a sunrise, sunset, beach, mountains, desert, whatever invokes that feeling of, of the beauty of creation. And then somehow, some way, we are part of that beauty. We begin to feel connected in that moment, in that experience of the creation of beauty around us that that there's something bigger and, and magnificent and we're part of that. So when we use a nature activator like that and invoke the same experience we had when we first personally experienced it, we are then able to shift the energy of the frequencies transmitting out from the heart. Now the heart, this is important, the heart, like I said, is a primary transmitter of electromagnetic frequencies because that's what we really are. When you get right down to the very identity of our third and fourth dimension bodies and everything else, it's, it's energy, electromagnetic energy. And so the heart has 40 million neurons and it is the switch for the autonomic system and the autonomic system does several things and one of the things it does is it depending on if we are in the parasympathetic which is the healing mode or the sympathetic which is the um, stress mode uh, certain events will happen, a cascade of events will happen in our bodies. And this is what we're getting into the quantum biological aspects of energy and um, um, how it affects our third dimension self and our experiences here. So we control the switch in the heart by what we're feeling. If we're feeling primarily, and most of this is unconscious until we become more aware, we're primary. If we're primarily feeling fear-based frequencies, then the heart will maintain the um, will activate and maintain the uh, dominance of the stress mode, the sympathetic mode, and your body will be pumping out. Um, adrenaline and cortisol and neonephrine and it makes it really difficult to sleep and digest your food when you're in primarily the stress mode. Now if we're transmitting joy and uh, unity, love, compassion, understanding, all of these kinds of things, um, feeling those primarily, then our heart is going to keep us switched over to the parasympathetic mode where the dopamine and the serotonin and all that good stuff is happening. Plus the blood goes to the digestive system, the liver, pardon me, the liver, and our body is in a healing um, uh, mode. So as you can see, there's a lot of really beautiful things that are happening and it's all based on how we feel. So understanding how to shift what we're, how we're feeling, what kind of feeling energies we're transmitting is going to change everything. And that's the real science and spirituality fusion basis of the law of attraction. <clears throat> if we, if we um, and for this reason, I don't use the word mindfulness, I use awareness because it tends to, my experience is when we use when I've used the word mindfulness or other people have used it, they tend to go to their thoughts and the thoughts are secondary. It's the feeling first. And then 
when we what we feel we're transmitting because remember we're electromagnetic fields of energy we are transmitters and receivers the heart's a transmitter belly brain's a receiver and this is all happening 24 7 unconsciously mostly uh, for most of us until we become more uh, masterful on this process and then <clears throat> pardon me so knowing how to maintain um, and being aware of what you're transmitting is really the key. It's the be very foundation of everything. So we start the show with this. And um, basically, I invite you to join in. It will, I always feel like it helps to center and um, connect us all because after all, energy is non-local. And in quantum science terms, they talk about entanglement, which in spirituality, we refer to it as everything is everything. It's uh, interconnectedness. That being said, at this point, if, if uh, I invite you to select a moment, a personal experience that you had in nature, where you experienced um, <clears throat> that feeling of awe, just so inspired and feeling so connected with the magnitude of everything, <sighs> the creation beauty around you. And <clears throat> it's very important that you feel it, not think about it, but feel it to recall and relive the experience. So if there was a breeze, that was rustling the leaves on the trees. Then feel the breeze. Hear the leaves making their their melody with the with the wind. Be that energy again. Feel it a hundred percent again. And just let that expand in your heart. Feel it. Good. If any place feels tight, then just send more of that feeling energy of that beauty in nature into that place and use this phrase, deactivate, dissolve, release. Now we're going to visualize this feeling, this energy more and more. Let it expand in our chest, in our heart, let it expand. And now let's visualize a beautiful beam of energy flowing out of the heart of this frequency, this energy of creation and beauty. And let it flow. And let's imagine it's flowing into a beautiful bright light, which represents the quantum consciousness, source, whatever word works for you. And now let's visualize from that bright light, that quantum consciousness, source energy, a beam of energy coming into your belly that same expansive creation beauty and let it flow out from the heart into the light and from the light into the belly and let it just cycle. Let it expand. If any place feels tight, just send some of that same light and energy in there until it deactivate, dissolve, release. And now another beam of energy comes into the top of the head, which goes into the pineal. And the last beam of energy, the fourth beam of energy, goes in from the source, from the light, into your back, between your shoulder blades. And this flows out of your heart, back into the source. So you're creating a cyclic, toroidal flow of energy. Your energy is doing this anyway. We're just now choosing to experience it in the joy, love, unity, compassion frequencies. So let that expand and be with that. So we're going to go ahead and move in, on into the show now that we've set the frequency and, and we've adjusted. If you feel yourself at any time during the show feeling heavier, come back to this energy. Just come back to that place in nature. Use that recall of every sense that you experience. 
sound, light, smell, touch, whatever it might be when you were in nature and allow yourself to come back to that space. You're, when you do that, you're bringing your spa, yourself back into <clears throat> divine heart coherence. Today's topic is um, interesting. Something I have been just having this amazing unfolding. And um, it's what is self-value's role in accessing wealth being consciousness. Now, the importance of self-value is, is really been in the very forefront of my recent last couple of weeks experience of research, really looking at it from all different angles and looking at the frequency because everything is an energy, right? So our words uh, that we use have a vibration, have a frequency. And that frequency is what we, in our exp um, what we project onto that word. So sometimes that can be confusing because one person will have a different definition of a certain word than another. However, if we talk about frequencies and feelings of that, that are invoked by words, then we can become more, um, our communication becomes more connected and unified and we will be able to better comprehend and understand one another. So I've been looking at the difference and experiencing the difference between self-love and self-value, and there is a difference. People can talk about loving themselves or someone else, but yet not really value them. As strange as that may seem, that happens. And so often too, when we talk about self-love, it can trigger, um, a deflection, like a res an unconscious resistance to what that might mean. Whereas exploring self-value, I find, is directly related to being able to access in um, this wealth being consciousness. Now, I used to, I was starting out saying wealth consciousness, but it's not that. It's wealth being. And um, we're going to talk about that today more. So our last show was when I just started really busting through some of this blocking programming, some becoming more free and connected. And I was talking about wealth consciousness. You know, what is it? So if you haven't listened to that show, I invite you to do that. Um, I did a guided meditation in there to help access the feeling that I'm talking about. It's beyond wealth. And... Um, it's wealth being and listen to the show. Um, the, there's a guided meditation in there, which I'm going to repeat that today to tap into that. I'm going to um, include that in today's show as well. So um, wealth, um, pardon me, self, self value. Um, so value, Let's talk about some definitions here so we can kind of get the sense here. Value, according to the dictionary, is the regard that something is held to deserve. Let's let that sink in for a second. The regard that something is held to deserve. Can you see how self-value is really tied into wealth-being consciousness? Because we know we're the creators. We're transmitting and receiving data, electromagnetic frequency data, 24-7, mostly unconscious for most of us until we become more aware and take more ownership of our creations. However, we can be following a spiritual path and yet still creating lack because we're not aware of the unconscious devaluing that is happening. So the dictionary says that value is the regard that something is held to deserve. The importance, 
in Middle English, which is from Old French, it's means be worth from the Latin word valere, if I'm saying that, val valere, V-A-L-E-R-E. -E. So uh, in Middle English, value came from a French phrase, which came from Latin, has to do with be worth, worthy. So let's talk about wealth. Wealth came, ar the archaic definition means well-being. Do you see how this all fits together? And the ancient word was wheel, W-E-A-L, which was a noun that meant that which is best for someone or something, the well-being or the wealth being. Last show I brought up this um, individual, a quote from this individual, David Cameron uh, Gikandi, I think is how you say it. Um, he was born in Kenya, he educated in the US and Australia. He was also a creative consultant on Rhonda Byrne's um, movie, The Secret. This is a quote from him from his book, A Happy Pocket Full of Money. Look instead at the value within you. Again, value. The regard that something is held to deserve. And within people. And the flowing and exchanging of this value between people. Our internal value is what creates money. Money is the shadow of our internal value. Develop this internal value in yourself and in others, and your external money and wealth will correspondingly rise automatically without fail. So that got me thinking a lot about self-value. And in meditation, began to observe and ask for clarity on self-value. I'm sorry, we had a caller a moment ago, and, and I don't know if they, if, if you would, if you want to call back in, I happily take your call. Um, I just wanted to get through a couple of things before I started taking calls. So if you want to, if you have questions, please feel free. And I forgot to mention the opening of the show. This is our hundredth episode. And so to celebrate that, for everyone who calls in, I will happily give, gift to you an EPUB version of my book, Spiritual Transformation Simplified, which is goes into in depth the connection between quantum science, spirituality, and all the reasons why it's important and how to do it. Uh, to shift our energy and be in alignment with the joy love bandwidths and it has a lot of a lot of um, clarity in there so that it makes more sense it's more logical we talk about things sometimes esoterically or it seems somewhat nebulous how you know is this real and i think it's for me i always found it very important to study the science the quantum science about behind these feelings and exchanges of energy so again um anybody who calls in will receive a copy of my epub version of my book and to receive it all you have to do is like i said call in and um then Provide me your email address through the contact form on my website, empoweredwholebeing.com. So empoweredwholebeing.com, just reach out. So um, getting back to this, we're talking about, um, this is a good time to do the, the guided meditation for wealth being consciousness. 
So let's bring ourselves back to coherence because I can feel that the energy is um, dropped a little bit here. Feeling, again, invoking that moment in nature, focusing on that feeling in that moment in nature, getting it going in the heart, feeling it in the heart, feeling the beauty of that moment and how magical it was to experience that beauty and to feel the connectedness that you have to that beauty that somehow some way you're part of that magnificence you absolutely are part of that magnificence feel that in your heart get it going and get it flowing let it flow out into the light from the light into the belly and into the pineal, into the back. Get that toroidal flow going. Everything has a toroidal flow. That's how our energy works. Everything has that. Coming in, coming out, flowing in as electric, going out as magnetic, but it's always flowing and shifting. You know, the heart pumps, energetically pumps, because there's, um, I think it's through cell salts that the energy is changed from magnetic to electric to pull and push the blood through the heart. So it, that is the nature of everything. It's this energy is energy and it shifts between electric and magnetic automatically, pulling in, pushing out, creating a toroidal flow. We just want to keep our toroidal flow in alignment with joy, love, unity, compassion, understanding, um, acceptance, all of those things, as opposed to fear, anger, and all that. So joy, love, acceptance, understanding. Good. Because in order to access this next frequency that we're going to access, we first have to be in divine heart coherence in this more expanded bandwidth, alignment with this more expanded bandwidth, or resonance with this expanded bandwidth. So maintaining divine heart coherence, just close your eyes, feeling that flow, if you need to re-invoke that moment in nature, do that at any time. Good. Now, let's visualize together that each of us has $20,000 in our bank account. And the amazing thing about that $20,000 is that no matter what amount of check you write, whether it's for a million or not, the bank account never drops below 20,000. It's self-replenishing. We feel that, focus on that. I want you to feel it and see it and be it. $20,000 in our bank accounts. Your bank account has $20,000 in it right now. And you're going to write a check for a million. Check clears, there's $20,000 in that bank account. It never, ever goes below that. It's self-replenishing. Let that expand. Let that feeling expand. Really be in that feeling. What does that feel like for you? Is there a sense of peace? Is there a sense of well-being? Yeah, there is, isn't there? This is wealth being frequency. This is the wealth being frequency. By feeling this feeling, regardless of what you previously co-created, which is then, of course, reflecting back around you in the third dimension, so-called, quote-unquote, external world, because it's not external, it's all unconnected. Regardless of what's going on around you, and your perception of what that might be, maintaining your focus on feeling this feeling will completely shift what is being 
manifested and created in your so-called external world. Because we are transmitters and receivers. We are in dialogue with the creation energy, quantum field, whatever you want to call it. We are in dialogue 24-7. So by maintaining at least 51% of the time, it doesn't have to be 100, 51% of the time maintaining this feeling of that coherent connection you already are. You're not on the outside trying to get in to connect with the divine. You already are the creator. We all coalesce ultimately into that one beautiful frequency. That's who that's that's our identity. That's where we come from. So by first shifting your frequency from basically predominantly fear anger back into joy, love, unity, compassion first, and then invoking this visualization of twenty thousand in your bank account and it self-replenishing 20,000, you are now transmitting the frequency bandwidth to alert the quantum field, to alert the creation energy that you want more of that feeling. What you feel now is this now moment is what's creating your next now moment. You are the creator by what you feel. There's no, that, that is it. And what you focus your feelings upon is what creates your so-called external experiences. If you find yourself becoming focused upon fearful feelings, you will create more experiences that feels like the rug is being pulled out from underneath you. If you focus upon maintaining this divine heart coherence connection, you will begin to shift your daily experience. We have a caller. I'm going to go ahead and take this call. And when I do, I'm going to ask that you give your first name and where you're calling from. Hi, my name is Howie Feltersnatch. I live in Cockheadville, Dickhead Town. Okay, well, thanks fuck for calling. You, but you, fuck I, you, fuck. Well, that's a good example of um, resistance and manifestation. Um, so we're going to send lots of compassion and understanding to that individual and uh, and know that in um, the bigger sense of how we all are connected in the quantum field, that was a reflection of something I had been transmitting earlier. So by taking ownership of that, that empowers me to look at that we're talking about value here, self-value. To create more understanding and more expansion on how to gain more sense of self-value. Now, when we experience self-value, and as David Cameron Gigandi uh, says, focusing on the value within ourselves and within other people. That flowing and exchanging of value is what's going to help lift 
so, so many more people. Because after all, we're all creating this together. Now, again, like I said, we have options. We have opportunity. We are empowered by what we focus upon to make new decisions. If we, fo if we maintain our focus upon the same frequencies that have been creating fear and pain and unworthiness and less in a, in a devaluing, then we have the option to make a new decision. To um, look at our own frequency. And like I said, I'm in process. I never claim to know all the answers. What I'm doing, though, is I'm taking ownership of what I create. And if it's not what I want, then I look at the energy that I'm transmitting and I adjust it so that I am creating what I do want, which is a greater, more expanded sense of self-value and more kindness and acceptance in a grander level with all, which is where we come into this place of the flowing exchanging of value between all of us. Because again, we're not really separate. I know that's the impression we have here in the third dimension, but ultimately we're one energy. Um, there is an individual that typed in on the uh, chat. I'm by myself, Dep Shepherd, so um, I'm not going to be able to type a response, but I'm going to acknowledge you for typing in. Thank you very much. Mentioning again, this is our 100th episode for anybody who calls in and um, has uh, a positive um, contribution to the conversation, absolutely will get a free copy of my book, an EPUB version. So what I'm going to invite you all to do is to step back from what you think is real and begin to observe everything with new eyes. And this can be done when we put ourselves first in the divine heart coherence vibration. And again, that is taking into account and, and taking ownership for what we transmit from our heart and what kind of frequencies we receive in our belly brain, our enteric nervous system. Anybody who's just now tuning in, uh, at the beginning of this show, I walked everyone through what I call the divine heart coherence technique. Basically what, it's, what that technique is, is addressing um, our energy field for what it really is, an energy field. And uh, the fact that the heart's the primary transmitter with its 40 million neurons, and the heart is also the switch between the parasympathetic healing mode and the sympathetic stress mode of our autonomic system. And by understanding what, how to shift the energy in your heart as it transmits into the quantum field, then you'll be able to then shift the energy coming in to the belly brain. The belly brain is the enteric nervous system, over 100 million neurons in there. It uh, stores 95% of the serotonin. It um, creates the same neurotransmitters and hormones as the brain and the head. So and it actually does more dialoguing in the brain and the head than vice versa. The enteric nervous system is a very key element in the electromagnetic dialogue um, that we're having, the frequency dialogue that we're having with our creation energy. So by understanding how to um, have the heart transmit and how to have the belly brain receive in those frequencies of um, joy, love, compassion, unity, that valuing feeling, then we'll be able to collectively lift all frequencies. So we talk about 
bringing on um, trans um, mutation of frequencies. We talk about um, a shift in our experiences here in the third, you know, the the world or dimension, whatever. Um, it starts within us. And by us shifting how we transmit and receive, it then shifts everything around us. And then therefore we're able to um, create that shift to uplift the frequencies. So again, like I said in the beginning of the show, in quantum physics, we refer to it as, it's referred to as entanglement. And in spirituality terms, we often refer to as interconnectedness or everything is everything. So by experiencing self-value Oh, I'm getting a question from um, this individual. It's a good question. Um, do you want to call in? Uh, Dep Shepard, did you want to call in? The number to call in is 646-378-1732. I'd be happy to address and dialogue with you on your question about ayahuasca. Um, that's an interesting question, and what that's about is the fact that ayahuasca has an element of DMT in it, which is dimethyltryptamine. And dimethyltryptamine is something that our body secretes naturally. And um, I have learned um, through my meditative work and and guidance, I have learned how to stimulate my pineal to secrete DMT at will. I've never used ayahuasca. Um, I've not felt the need to use it. Again, if you want to call in at 646-378-1732. One seven three two. So this um, individual has asked a question, uh, wanted to know what my feelings are about using ayahuasca to access universal consciousness. Um, they've never used it, don't plan to, they've read about it. I, um, I feel like there are other ways to get there without using ayahuasca. Um, the DMT, like I said, is something that we uh, secrete ourselves, and when we are when we are in divine heart coherence resonance, which is um, in resonance with our true being, which is the joy, love, unity, compassion energy. From that frequency, it is quite. Um, simple, quite straightforward, to activate the pineal to secrete DMT. Now, what I have found with DMT is that it expands the bandwidth of connectedness. So if someone is doubting that they are really first and foremost universal quantum consciousness individualized into a human form, then sometimes having that kind of um, expanded assistance can create a, a feeling that helps them begin to believe that they are something more. However, that same experience can be obtained and, and had other ways that I find are, um, I think, more effective. And the thing about ayahuasca is that without preparation and um, clarity about who you really are, it's going to magnify whatever bandwidth you're focusing upon. So if someone is feeling fearful and has um, a lot of blocking energy, 
than around receiving, then they're going to have uh, an unpleasant experience on ayahuasca. So, um, I wouldn't recommend it. There are better ways. And um, first and foremost, the most important thing is to take ownership of your creations. So as we are wrapping up the show today, um, I want to come back to our topic, which is what is self-values role in accessing wealth being consciousness? The importance of self-value. It's like the phrase, you can't get there from here. If you're wanting to create more wealth-being in your life, more joy, more peace, more sense of calm and safety, it's not going to be created by focusing on um, things, creating, having things. Those will come after you've shifted your energy. I've got a caller. It's the same individual who was um, <laughs> out in left field. I'm going to take this call, and I want you to know, caller, that if you go out there again, I will cut you off. So I'm hoping that this time you will take more accountability and choose to empower yourself instead of demean yourself. Hey there. So are you going to, where are you going to come from now? No, Candace, this is Greg with the ayahuasca question. I'm not that other guy that called in earlier. Oh, you're not. Okay, it's weird because um, the number looks the same. That's why I had that. That's why. It has something to do with blog talk radio. It's okay. There's uh, I, When I used to call in, it's been a long time since I've called in, there was a little Skype button on the, mm -hmm. on the show page of your page. For whatever reason, I probably haven't updated in a while. I didn't see that. So what I had to do was open Skype and then just call in directly with your number. So it probably has that generic thing on there. It does. And that's why you thinking you're talking to that other turd that called in earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was being cautious because I was like, yeah. okay, that's interesting. Round, well, that's good to yeah, know. That's good two. to know. Yeah. yeah yay. So. Woohoo. Okay. So yeah. tell me your name again. Did you say Greg? Uh, th yeah, this is Greg. I'm calling from Nashville, Tennessee. Hi, Greg. And, Thanks uh, for calling in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so your question, did you hear what I was saying about ayahuasca? Yes, I did. I, I tried to listen to as much as I could before I had to close blog talk and then dial directly into Skype so I wouldn't be doing like a repeat. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Okay, so, so where did you leave off? Because I'll, I'll quickly recap so you'll know what I'm... Did you hear the part I, about that we can access DMT directly without taking ayahuasca? Yeah, that's that's the kind of the sort of the part where I wanted to sort of open and, and sort of ask you this also. Um, first of all, as I told you, um, and, and I love the fact that you don't just directly read what's in the chat. That is that that's really, really, really cool. Most of us are like, oh, this is what Greg said, blah, blah, blah. You know, and it's like, you're like, hey, look, I see you. I acknowledge you. And then you're moving forward with your vibe. Um, I've only I only personally know one person. They actually live in the town I live in uh, who has experienced the ayahuasca thing. I'm not into mind altering. I don't like to see things. I don't want I don't I don't do any of those things. All of my mm -hmm. chemical use was, you know, the mild stuff, alcohol, pot a couple of times, methamphetamine maybe twice back in the 80s. Never liked any of that stuff. But the only reason I'm asking about the ayahuasca is because it's um, just from what I've read. I'm not speaking from experience. It's just supposed to be um, sort of that top shelf. If I was going to use that term, I don't see it that way. I have a mm -hmm. sneaking suspicion that we are built to be able to do what you just told me to do this without the plant, without the, mm -hmm. the whatever it is, the flower, the whatever. But I'm sort of like, uh, and I'll, I'll try not to ramble, I'm sort of like, why is it that um, we have the ability to do it naturally, but yet there's a plant that can help us do it? So I'm thinking maybe the plant is 
you know, hey, I just want you to know that this is what you can experience, but you can do it on your own. You don't need to be, you know, I don't want to say addicted, but stuck with going into the jungle, smashing this stuff up into a liquid, boiling it and doing it, whatever it is that you do. Um, that's kind of mm-hmm. where I am in that. And then the other mm-hmm. thing is I sort of have a two-part question for you. The closest thing that I am aware of to be able to, to naturally, as, as much as I know, to, to access consciousness is a sensory mm-hmm. deprivation tank or a float tank. It's just water with salt in it. That's all it is. Right. Um, with right. with the door closed, are. there's no – yeah, there's no chemicals. And to me, that's more – the word holistic is kind of flowery to me, but I'll just use that word. Mm-hmm. It's just more natural. Mm-hmm. There's no chemicals. And I know people that they smoke – I don't mean personally, but they just smoke lots of weed before they go in there. And I'm like, why would you want to do that? That doesn't make any sense to me. You know, mm-hmm. go in there and, and let your mind do whatever it is that your mind is going to do. And the, the scientific part about the tank that I have sort of kind of come to understand is, A, it's water, which is a great conductor of electricity. And B, there's tons of magnesium in that salt, and that's a great conductor of electricity. So whatever's happening in the brain whatever that is, I'm, I'm not going to say what it is or isn't, it's at least have some chance of amplification in terms of, you know, my perception, my whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I know I, I rambled a bit, but I just, it's so hard to find a really good host on blog talk. I, I did it probably two or three years ago and it, it's just, and it's just like anything else. You just have to, you just have to sift through and, and find the gems. And, and I think yours is one of those. And I just like the conversation. I hate that you got to a skunk that called in, but I think that comes with the, that's okay. With I think territory. that's yeah, yeah, it can happen. And and you know, <laughs> I own the fact that in some way I created that, and and maybe that was also something was created for, as my term, avatar, your physical self's experience too. Because maybe the yeah. fact that the way I handled that was something that gave you more sense of my credibility, and then therefore more trust. To ask questions. Yeah, yeah. You see how that all kind of, because everything is everything, you know, in quantum science, entanglement. Um, so, so in, in essence, you're seeking. You're seeking to feel more connected. Am I right? Uh, I mean, isn't that what it's all about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not I just wanted to verbalize just saying, Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's yeah, like, so. You know, it's, it, it's funny you said that. It's like, you know, you're, you're talking to somebody that you know, and you're like, I know you know this, but I just have to say this because I have to hear myself say it. <laughs> right. I think it needs to be verbalized because yeah. um, in my journey of waking up or reawakening, I've, I've come from it from all different directions, you know, um, and all of it was perfect because all of it was guided. All of it had the same focus because the one thing that I've done consistently the whole way through is ask this one question show me what's next with the intention of feeling more connected 24-7 and in that one question putting out that to the quantum consciousness to the creation energy it always shows me I always get guidance on what is next for me to be able to embrace and expand and the one thing that I have really come to know and trust is that we don't know what we don't know and that also goes to frequencies which we call feelings and then up until just gosh, the last six months, there's this really deep work I do. It's called Core Issue Release. Uh, and it's about taking these really deep unconscious uh, programs and um, processing through them so that they can be shifted out. So once that, because, you know, once energy is created, fear or whatever, you can't destroy it, but you can transmute it. It can be yeah. reformulated. So, um, in that process, one thing I've come to know is that when I have shifted and processed and transmuted a certain, like, module of the program, it's like I'm a, be- like I'm a baby being reborn. 
I've never been in that. My physical consciousness <clears throat> had never been in that place before. My whole perception of what's real completely transforms. And this is why I'm talking about these subjects right now about uh, self-value and uh, accessing wealth being consciousness because there are specific frequencies. They are specific that I had no access to before. I had no clue that they existed. And I'm sharing this with you because you're on the you're on that path. You're you're searching. I I too in the beginning, I used um, psilocybin. I've used other things with yeah. ceremony, yep. like going backpacking in the Sierras by myself, and. Um, with psilocybin mushrooms and doing a medicine wheel and doing a whole ceremony with the the one intention of feeling more connected like what's real yeah. so i see that as being a, a pretty common process and what i have discovered though is that there are ways to get there without doing that that i didn't know about then and and the, and the the core foundation of that is understanding first understanding that we are fields of energy first and that our everyday human story is not our identity it's just our research program and that we already are the creator it's just beginning to remember how to feel that feeling yeah so if, go ahead right no, no, you're, so it's, it's interesting. My, my first experience with um, sort of the language that we're kind of speaking, I think it was back uh, somewhere between 06 and 08. Uh, mm -hmm. My mom died of cancer in 06, and I, I wasn't like, oh, you know, there's this opening of the clouds. or I just started kind of cleaning up my diet a bit because she, you know, she died of cancer. And I thought, you know, I need to do a little bit better with water and just the input part of the physical body. And then mm -hmm. just happened to move into this direction of meeting some people that were um, into unity, the, the unity thinking and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. that's when I first started hearing the words vibration and all this other thing. And I, I won't get into that, but um, I was there for probably uh, two or three years, was involved in leadership. I was the, the you know, it, it was a church setting, but a non-church setting. They still had that pyramid structure of management, but yet they had that free flowing thing going on. So it was a great right. experience. It really was. And I loved it because I wouldn't trade it for anything because I learned all about so many different things that had nothing to do with religion, nothing to do with the hierarchy, mm -hmm. and I wouldn't mm -hmm. trade it. And I still have some friends from there. But my thing is this. I'm sort of – this is kind of where I am. I'm just going to really peel it completely down to the core as much as I can for you, Candace, in terms of kind of where I'm at. I'm like, some days this is where I am. I'm like, okay, you showed up here for whatever reason, Greg, and there's this span of whatever it is, how many ever years that I live. And if you're going to, quote unquote, die, which I, I believe just means to divide, miss it mm -hmm. and come back through again, I don't know that for sure. I don't have knowledge of that, but that's kind of my suspicion. But anyway, I come in here, I live my, my number of years, and then I die. And if I don't learn a certain number of lessons, not meaning there's 10 and you must learn 10, just enough of them not to get recycled again then okay, I did my work. And then there's other days when I say, you know what? It doesn't matter whether you do any work or not, Greg. Just the fact that you showed up here in the physical state of who you aren't really, meaning this is so much less than who my real vibrational self is, this is the experience of hell that religion tries to shove down your throat. If you, The mm. fact that you just went from birth to death, there, there are no ribbons, there are no classes, there are no, you must do this and do this and do this, and then when you do physically die, then you don't come back through again. So I, I kind of go back and forth between those two, and it's not a, a, an area of angst or you know, dreading of, oh, my God, when you do die, what if you didn't do it? What if you missed it? I'm not saying I want to be dead tomorrow. I'm just saying it's to me, I, just, to me, I think if, if I just showed up in this physical body that's doing the work, whether it's 10 years, 50 years, or 110 years. That's the work of the contrast of the real me, which is the vibrational, non-physical me, and then just this heavy, weighed down, you know, five, 
senses, whatever it is, third dimension thing. And to me, that's good enough. You know, you came in, you did your time. Let's say it was 82.6 years. You kicked it, whatever you want to call it. You died, you croaked, you're, you're done. And then we go back to either where we were before we showed up or we go to some other level. I don't know all these things. I don't have a deep knowledge of these things. So I'm, the reason why I asked the ayahuasca question, I'm like, well, does somebody need to do that to know for sure? And is there ever a knowing for sure? Or is it a constant level of, I know for sure for a little while, and then I move into, I'm not too sure, and then I move to something else that I'm totally sure about. And then it's just a progression. And I hate the climbing of the ladder analogy, but it just seems that there are these directional parameters that are built into us, climbing up, you know, climbing down, climbing left, climbing right, and all that. So I don't know if that made any sense at all, but that's just kind of where I am. No, I I know I follow you fine because I'm following the yeah. energy of where you're what you're transmitting. So um, I'm actually running out of run out of time on the show. What I'd like to do Sorry. is um, no worries, no worries. It's all good, perfect. So um, Greg, if you go to empoweredwholebeing.com to the contact yeah. page, send open me open my browser right now. Type it in. Hold on. Just one send second, me an email. Yeah, with your email address, I will send you the EPUB version of my book, cool. which addresses some of what you're talking about. Okay, empowered. Whole being, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D, W-H-O-L-E, B is in Bravo, E-I-N-G.com. Gotcha. Got it. Okay. And just go to the contact page and just fire me off an email with your email address and then I will send you the EPUB. Okay. And, um, that way you can, and I, and I highly recommend that you do not do any of the exercises in, in any, in the book at all. At the end of the chapters, there's exercises in there to help process and move through energy. Do not do mm -hmm. any of them though, until you've read the whole book, because each chapter is addressing a certain quantum science, a quantum biological and science, um, in, you know, information of who we are as fields of energy intermixed with the fusion of the spiritual approach. And I want you gotcha. to get the whole 360 because the last chapter is about the enteric nervous system, which is very important. Cool. And um, then, you know, in, read it a couple times. And then if, you know, if you want to address the exercises, great. But the foundation to really shifting is practicing what we did in the beginning of the show. I don't know. I think you didn't. You came in later. The divine heart coherence technique. And what you could do is go back and listen to the show from the beginning because I walk you through it. I walk, you know, I, I do the guided meditation of it. So um, that will, what you're doing when you do the divine heart coherence meditation is you're actually at will shifting the vibration uh, or the frequency that's being transmitted from the heart, which is the primary transmitter of yeah. electromagnetic frequencies. And then you're shifting the enteric nervous system, the belly brain, 100 million neurons. By, and it's the primary receiver because we are transmitters and receivers. We have a toroidal flow of energy constantly going. It's just at what frequency is it primarily focused upon? When I say frequency, I mean feeling. Yeah. Is it the fear bandwidth or the joy, love, unity bandwidth? So this technique is the foundation of having control over where you are any given time. When you have control over that, then you're able to have, because again, it's transmission first, like what bandwidth are you rolling in? You know what I mean? Where are you rolling? And if it's yeah. fear bandwidth, it's going to be, you're, you're having that dialogue with the creation energy, the quantum field, whatever you want to call it. So therefore, um, you know, the, you know, what happens around you. Um, but then if you shift it by trend, by, aligning your transmissions and reception process with this other bandwidth, which I call creation energy, the divine energy, whatever you want to call it, but it's the joy. We have all these words for it, but it's a certain specific frequency. And when you tap into that, you have a whole different dialogue, a whole different creation pattern happening. Yeah. You, so, you just made um, me remember, 
the old uh, the old Christian analogy or adage of it's better to give than receive. Um, and I would paraphrase mm. and say it's better to first learn to give or transmit than it is mm. to first learn to receive the frequency. So you know, you got to transmit makes, it first, the heart first. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense yeah. to me. So I'm I'm just sort of like encapsulating that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, go ahead and do that. I will fire you off the EPUB and then you can, um, if if you, I think there's ways of reading it on like um, like Apple books or whatever, you know, like it'll show up on any of those. It's I'm not a Kindle. It's, it's, it out. Yeah, I'll figure it out. I'm, yeah. I'm sure you will then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Thank you okay. so much, Candace. You're welcome. And thanks for calling in with all your great questions. I, 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 um, I honor you for your process and and for sharing because um, we're all interconnected and it's it's um, very important. So um, blessings to you, and I'm going to go ahead and, and hang up our call and close out the show. And um, if down the road, if you have any other questions. Um, I usually have this show every two weeks. Sometimes it's a little longer because of me going through lots happening with my tra transition right now so fast so sometimes i can't even verbalize what it is i'm experiencing because it's so new however um it's about every two weeks sunday mornings that i have the show um i'm in Thank california you. so you're it'd be afternoon for you but yeah okay yeah i i grew up in escondido thank you very much i appreciate it you're welcome joy <laughs> to you and uh, blessings in your journey thanks for Thank calling you. in Well, that was awesome. I really enjoyed um, hearing uh, Greg's um, input in his process. It's beautiful. So um, I'm going to close out the show where we ran way over today, and, and it's all perfect. And um, I'll be back probably in about two weeks. I'm easing back into the show now that there's so much change happening. I'm feeling so strongly guided to share in my process so that um, in the sharing of that, it, who knows whose heart it will touch and who knows whose um, energy it will uplift. And I think is, that's what it's really about is supporting one another in that community of interconnectedness. So with that being said, um, blessings to you and I'll be back in about two weeks. This has been Empowered Whole Being Radio. Thank you for joining us. On-demand episodes are available at EmpoweredWholeBeing.com. Until next time, joy to you.